This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. Hello, it's Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company on another very busy day, the third volcanic eruption across the Reykjanes Peninsula in as many months. And earlier on this morning, this didn't really seem like it was going to be too much of a problem. Uh, that story has changed across the day, though, because of where the lava has flowed and it has damaged the pipes carrying hot water to a big chunk of the southwest of Iceland. Valor Grettison. Uh, the man of volcanic eruptions in Iceland for, for so many years or so many of these eruptions across the Reykjanes Peninsula. Let's start there, Valor, if we can. It's the hot water supply that's the problem, isn't it? Yes, uh, of course, Icelanders heat their houses with hot water. We don't use electricity, uh, anything like that, uh, or gas or oil or coal or whatever. Uh, and this is pretty unique in Iceland. And also Icelanders are, well, we're not the best users uh, like at all because we also, we heat our houses, we like to heat our, heat our houses uh, very much, uh, and then we open the window yes. and, and so on. Uh, and all Icelanders, all, everyone that have traveled to Iceland have, have noticed this, that we are always having everything, all windows open. So we are not very responsible often about this. So, uh, the, the, like at 12, uh, 12, five minutes over 12 today, uh, the pipe, the, the lava went over the pipes. There was no hot water anymore. This means that 30,000 30, people are without hot water. And keep in mind, in Iceland, we are uh, just under 400,000. Yes. This is like 10% of the nation that is not with hot water anymore. And this is in the southwest of the country. It doesn't include the capital area where oh. we're sitting just now. We should say, by the way, we're having a... Yeah, it's uh, it's called Reykjanesbær. Keflavik, of course, is uh, you know the Keflavik Airport, uh, and there are also smaller towns all around. These are uh, towns. That, uh, the Keflavik is the biggest town by far. It's, it's around, I think, twenty to twenty-five thousand people that live there, uh, and then we have smaller towns like uh, Vogar, Sudurnesia, Bær, and so on. It's, it, it's hard to pronounce, of course, for for uh, non non Icelandic, uh, but yeah, this is. This is a state of emergency and probably the most dire situation that we've seen yeah. uh, when it comes to just the population. We've seen houses gone on the fire and so on in Grindavik, but nobody was there. There was no real uh, uh, like uh, emergency going on because we know that the houses are badly damaged either way and they are even uh, insured if they go onto the lava. Uh, but when it comes to Iceland right now, we ha I think it's minus eight degrees yes. outside. Uh, there, which means that if you don't have hot water in these pipes and they freeze, uh, this can become a very, very uh, hectic problem for the, the people in this area. Mm. Uh, and that means that it doesn't really matter if they get the hot water going on, uh, uh, go, like, yeah, going on uh, again, I think, is yes, badly, yeah. badly put, <laughs> yeah, but uh, badly watered, but uh, yeah, so. This might be, uh, the, the potential of da damaged properties is highly likely here. Now, the other big problem, of course, is that the temptation might be, if you're listening to this outside of Iceland, you might think, well, if there's no hot water to heat our homes, that's fine, we can just use electricity. The problem is that although the electricity supply is fine, it's not designed, is it, to heat people's homes? 
This is actually that we haven't discussed a lot in Iceland, yeah, yeah. I have to admit. Uh, and, and this is the first time I've heard about this, not today, but a, a little bit earlier in the other volcanoes. Uh, this is, of course, uh, volcano number three in two months. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and yeah, if like the stores in, in Reykjanesbær or Keplavik, as you call it, uh, they are selling uh, electric ovens uh, in bulks. And fan heaters and as well. Fan heaters as yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if everybody uses this, this means that the power, uh, there will be power outage because of that. But they are selling it, like people are buying this uh, so much that uh, I, I talked to a store owner in, in Reykjavik just an hour ago, and they were actually uh, going to Reykjavik to get more, to sell more and so on. So people are buying it, and I'm guessing they are going to put it, gonna put yeah. it to, an, to use, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, it, it is a, a, a very strange situation to be in a very worrying situation. As you say, it's minus eight degrees, very cold across all of the country. But for people in that part of the country, they're going to have to limit their use. And there is some reserve, isn't there? There's enough for about six to 12 hours, I think, of hot water if people are careful. But some excellent people are swinging into work right now to try to create a new system that will yeah. allow water to flow again. But here's the thing. Uh, uh, some people have criticized uh, the government for being a little bit slow about this, uh, but uh, how is Vetus? That's the company that provides the heat in Iceland, and this is the like electric power plant, uh, a power plant, sorry, and, and they are uh, very close to the to the volcano. Yeah, this is uh, Svartsengi, isn't it? Which is right next to the Blue Lagoon. Exactly, yeah, yeah. that's Svartsengi, uh, and they are they have been uh, like like laying down these pipes. For a while now, it, it, it takes time. It's just hard work. It's, it's, it's yeah. just the, the good old fashion, like you have to get it to the place uh, and you have to do it. And, th and they have a half a kilometer, uh, like yeah, something like that, of these pipes, but they haven't connected them yet. And this will take at least two days. So, so the worst case scenario could be that the hot water runs out yeah. in maybe 12 hours yeah. and for maybe 36 hours. Mm -hmm. There is no hot water supply, mm -hmm. people relying on electricity, which if they use too much of it will then cause an electricity problem. Yes. But there is an end in sight here that in two days, this backup system, we hope, will yeah. be in place. Uh, I, I, am, I think Icelanders are incredible often about these things. I think they will manage to do that. But the thing is, because of the cold, it's the, the worst time actually for this because the damage could be done after that. Mm. Uh, if the, uh, the hot water is not enough, uh, this will mean that the, the pipes will freeze uh, and then we have uh, uh, actually a pretty dire situation. Yeah. Uh, and then we are talking about situation when, where you there is a possibility that we would have to evacuate people from the area. Yeah, and it's a big area we're talking about, physically a very big yeah. area for the entire peninsula. Worth saying as well, I think we might have touched on this, that at uh, Keplavik International Airport, mm -hmm. flights are not affected by what's happening, but the airport, certainly as we speak, is, is contending with a lack of hot water, which means that the terminal might get cold. The airport themselves are saying they've, they've got a backup for this, they hope. Mm -hmm. But if flights are affected, it will be because of the lack of hot water at the airport. I mean, uh, we, we've been trying to get uh, to reach people uh, from the Kepler International, East Savia, we call it, from the, the they, they run the, the, yeah. the, uh, the airport. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is the situation. They say that this is not uh, something that affects them right now. Mm. Uh, but 
it's obvious that a lot of things can go wrong from yes. the next uh, like uh, two days. Yeah, they've got their own power supply, but they won't want to rely on that to heat the place either, will they? They want to keep relying on the hot water. Yeah, that, here's the thing, exactly. I, I'm not sure if they can heat the place up with, the, with, with that. Even if they wanted to. Uh, yeah. Even if they wanted to, but I, I've, I've just, I'm just not sure how it works. But it goes against, uh, like... Uh, yeah, it's not how we heat houses in, in Iceland. No, certainly not big buildings like airports. No. no. Well, definitely worth keeping an eye on that. As I say, as we sit here just now, the last time I checked a few minutes ago, there were no flights delayed or affected by this. And it's also just worth saying that the eruption itself is not going to affect flights because no. this is not an ash eruption. There's a bit of steam coming off it, yeah. but that's not... It's and not what we saw in 2010. And it's incredibly beautiful also. Yes. Uh, it's a very majestic uh, volca volcano. Uh, I love it, actually, but uh, it, it's, it's very, uh, it's very uh, damaging right now. And also keep in mind, uh, this sounds dire, uh, and it is in, in some ways, but this is far from being uh, dangerous. Nobody's going to die here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not an uh, emergency like you would find in, in, in a hurricane or... Uh, and we we're, not, we're not talking about the lava is uh, going to de destroy something like this is this is probably the most dire we've seen when it comes to the lava. Yes. But it's not going to destroy anything else. There are roads, of course, and this infrastructure. But this this like if you would land in Iceland right now, you would probably not notice this at all. You would no. just see a beautiful volcano. And even if you flew over it tonight, it's already diminishing in power, isn't it? Yeah. So you might not even see it glowing very much. And just to emphasize all of that, if you've got someone, if you know someone that's in Iceland just now, you're planning a trip here, it's going to be fine. We've had a message from Lindsay, who wants to say hello to his nephew, Chris Taylor, in Iceland right now on holiday with his girlfriend Charmaine Lee, I should say fiance, because they got engaged under the Northern Lights nice. near Selfoss a few days ago. So congratulations to them. Congratulations, that's actually, that's fantastic. That's fantastic news. And, and what a time to be here as well in Iceland. <laughs> so Valor, thank you very much for your time. A very busy day for you. We'll let you get back to everything. <laughs> yes, thank you. And hello to Polly once again. Yes, I will tell her. <laughs> okay, Valor Gretzson, my colleague here at Roof, thank you very much. This is Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam and you can get in touch with us anytime by email english at ruv.is there is more from ruv english with all the news from iceland in english at ruv.is slash english ruv english radio is daily english language radio from iceland's national broadcaster ruv